In today's episode, once again, we speak to the beautiful, the elegant, the charming Bevin Frand. Bevin started her remote-based business after being laid off three times in a row from a corporate career, which she actually believed she was secure in. She then became a solo breadwinner for herself and her two small children after losing her husband unexpectedly in 2019, only five days after a whirlwind trip to France for her birthday. She scaled her business to multiple six figures during the pandemic while grieving the loss of her husband and continued being a great uh, mom through it all. After that experience, she created the movement, uh, movement called Take the Damn Chance, uh, with, with the mission to help others connect with people they love and take action on their big, bold, crazy dreams, uh, whether in their business or personal life. And in today's episode, we're speaking to Bevin about how to craft your damn manifesto. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing, we have the wonderful, we have the fantabulous Bevin Farrand. Welcome, Bevin. Thank you so much for having me back. I love it. I can't, I'm so excited to be with you again. Thank you so much. I mean, we had such an amazing conversation and I, I tell you, I left, you left me in awe on our Friday feature conversation, but you know, I was I'm really excited to speak to you today. So everyone's heard your intro and everybody knows how amazing you are, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. I am the creator of what I call the take the damn chance movement. And you heard a lot of that story on Friday, but the damn means something. I say it all the time. I'm like, if it has the word damn in it, it's probably me, <laughs> but it stands for something. So the damn stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments, not minutes, and now is the time. And what I've seen time and again is that once I see these mindsets, once any of my clients or audience sees these mindsets, they can't unsee them. Mm. And you can use them to really create incredible things in your life, whether that is starting a business, getting further in your career, starting or expanding your family, your fitness, moving cross country, whatever it is that I call it your big, bold, often crazy dream, hmm. you can use this damn manifesto to create it and it, or sorry, this damn framework. And it always starts with a damn manifesto. Okay. Fantastic. So that, that leads me on to today's topic, which is crafting your damn manifesto. So you've already explained to us what damn means, but how do we, what's the process of creating our manifesto like this? And what's your, what's your, you know, what's your steps? So I say your damn manifesto is your yes in order to your six dimensional why. Okay. So we start with our yes. What is it that we want more than anything else right now? Because sometimes that feels really heavy. Like mm. I have to know what I want for the rest of my life. Mm. <laughs> and we don't. Um, when I was in my teens, my dad and I had a really long dinner because I was 
deciding about whether or not to go to a boarding school or not. And he gave me the best advice of my entire life. I feel like it's really impressive that he gave me the best advice when I was like 13 and it has stood the test of time. (laughs) But he said to me, Bevan, you're going to make the best decision you can with the information you have at hand right now. Yeah. And if you make a different decision in six months or six weeks or even six days, it's not because today's decision is wrong. Hmm. It's because you have more information and you're making the best decision you can with the information you have at hand. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me release regret. Sure. But more importantly, allowed me to give myself permission to pivot, to tweak as needed. So we, we think about our yes. What is it that we want more than anything else? And I love a good acronym. So Mm -hmm. I've come up with four questions that we ask ourselves, which spell the word trip. Okay. So are you willing to make this your top priority? That's the T. Mm -hmm. So are you willing to say no to some things? You know, when we were getting, starting to get pregnant um, through IVF with our first child, I got offered um, an audition or a callback for a show that I really wanted to do. I have a background in theater and I knew that it was going to potentially overlap. And I was talking to my mom and I said, I don't know what happens if we're supposed to do the embryo transfer the same weekend of the show. And she said, well, maybe you need to put IVF off for three months. And I said, no, that's not my top priority. My Mm -hmm. top priority is my family. And so I knew I had to say no to that other thing. So I had to be willing to make it my top priority. Okay. So you, so we're going to say no to big, big and little things, because once we know our yes, like the no's become easy. Okay. So that, I'll just pause for a second. I think this is quite important to highlight and be very, I think a lot of the times we want to do this, we want to do that. We want to do this. We need to be clear in our mind. What is our current top priority? Um, I think, and I think that's a lot of people, you know, especially entrepreneurs who have, you know, gazillion ideas coming to the minds I can do this multi-passionate entrepreneurs exactly that's what they call them that's the nice way to say multi-passionate entrepreneurs (laughs) you have to and it's not to say you cannot do all these things and you know we look at Richard Branson and um, Elon Musk and so forth but all of these entrepreneurs started off with one and then built it up and moved on to two and build that up and and slowly gradually and then they had the manpower to be able to manage a number of things but at any given moment in time they were building and creating that one thing and then they went on had uh, additional things Um, and especially with Elon Musk it was PayPal that initially created or you know something like that and so you need to think of one thing and I'm in my own life I'm thinking of you know there's this Oh, you need to be willing to compromise. I think that's another thing. Yeah. That you know, you, 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 you need to be able to compromise it because I'm, I'm thinking in my life, my coaching business is what I love and adore. And it got to the point where I could either go full on in here and make it an eight figure and go into nine figure business, or, um, I, I, um, but then that would mean that I'm not as present or I don't know, this, this, there's something inside me to know. And I have my other, because I am a lawyer and I want to go back into law, but in a different way, I could go mm-hmm. through that and also have my other, other business as well. I've chosen to keep my coaching business at a smaller scale, like within the seven figure mark rather than go for eight and nine and continue to build the other businesses now. But that's because coaching is fine. It's, it can take care of itself. Um, and my other ones are more profitable too. So I'm just thinking long term. Mm-hmm. Those businesses will be more profitable. They can go on to 10 figures. So why not go for that in the 10 years time rather yeah. than make it stick into this as an eight or nine? Um, and it will be 
easier, you know, as a long term, because I can move myself out of it by having managers and so forth. So I had to make a calculated decision on what was my priority, but that had a, I had a knock on effect on my coaching business, which means I am mm-hmm. not going to be spending as much time on here and I'll be doing right. um, um, in less hours, which means I'm not going to make take this as aggressively and go for the, you know, for the hundred million mark on, on here at all and anytime soon. As long as you're clear in your mind as to your goals and your outcomes, mm-hmm. um, you're, you know, you're okay. If that wasn't the case, if I wanted to make this a nine-figure business, then I have, would have to say no to law firms and, right. and, and and going in building my property business. And this is where I think a lot of people, you know, fall down on. They feel guilty. Like, no, that's an opportunity. This is an opportunity. And crypto is an opportunity. Yeah, but you cannot yeah. be doing everything all at once. You have to make the decision of focus along with the fact, me, my first priority is always my kids. I always say I'm a mom right. first entrepreneur second so if i'm not going to take the time out for my children then business wise i have to focus in limited ways on whatever i'm building i'm just throwing that in this so people understand yeah. this is really important to recognize what are your top priorities and be clear right. in your mind before the get-go otherwise right. you will be um, chasing your tail and you won't be able to succeed at anything if i keep thinking i want to make a hundred million business from a coaching which is absolutely doable there are people that have done that then I cannot take, uh, uh, and I still want to be a, a fully present mother. I cannot be spending another fifty hours trying to create a law firm business and or property business. It's just not going to work that way. Right. And you have to be, you have to be not. I wouldn't say realistic, but you have to be practical. Right. In, in when you're deciding what is your top priority, and be very clear in your mind what's your top priority. So I'm glad right. you mentioned that. I just wanted to interject a little bit in there. Well, because when everything is your top priority, nothing is. Exactly. It's like you were talking about Richard Branson and Elon Musk, and they did one thing at a time. I like to compare it. If you're going to do all these different things at once, it's like trying to drive 17 different cars to one destination. Nothing is ever going to get there. Because you're going to drive half a mile, then you're going to run back and you're going to get the next one and you're going to drive that a mile because you like it a little bit more. But then you're going to go back and you're going to get the third one and it's going to go. It It's never going to get there. But if instead you drive that first one all the way to what you consider like a stopping point or completion, then you can go back and get the next one and bring it along. Mm. But we have to be willing to choose our top priority. Agreed. And then we have to ask ourselves the second question was, are you willing to resource it? So are you willing to put not just money, but time, energy, focus, Mm. attention, sometimes space towards it? Mm. Because we all have limited resources. So you're going to have to choose where you put those. Yeah. And then the third question is, is it inspiring? Is Mm. it something that you are moving towards rather than away from? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a lot easier to want to live in California. I know you said your sister wants to move to California. It's a lot easier to want to live in California than to not want to live in Detroit. Yeah. So if it's something you're moving towards, that's how your brain can really focus on it. And then the fourth question, which comes back to what you were just talking about, is it personal? Mm-hmm. Is it your dream? Because a lot of times we waste so much time going after other people's dreams or dreams that other people think we should have. Other people probably think you should grow your business to a hundred million dollars. And there's other people that probably think you should focus on law, Mm. but it doesn't matter. That's not, that's their life. This is your life. And you get to decide what your personal yes is. Yeah. I think that is probably the hardest question to answer 
we take on, um, especially our parents' beliefs to such an extent mm. that their dreams become our dreams. And we as parents mm. have to be very careful not to give our children our dreams as well or yeah. our dreams for them as well. Because uh, I remember right. I, w- I wanted to be a doctor and I, I, I always give this story. Uh, and I, I, being a typical South Asian, of course, you know, uh, the, the only thing, the only professions we fami- we're familiar with is accountants, lawyers, and doctors. Okay. That's the only three professions right. in the bloody world, right? Yeah. And so <laughs> I grew up thinking I was going to be um, a doctor and I studied hard. I studied extremely hard and I'm, I'm so very dyslexic. I didn't even know this until my first year of law degree. Of course, I think I should become a doctor. I became a lawyer and said, you know, so, so, so <laughs> it was one of the I other three. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, I, and if somebody would ask me, I would have all these elaborate, you know, um, reasons why I wanted to become a doctor and da, 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 da. but it, the main reason was it was my mom's dream. So it became my dream. Uh, funny enough, my right. father's dream for me was to be a lawyer. Funny enough. Okay. Um, that, but I wasn't speaking to my dad. So obviously, you know, that, that never came to pass, but I did know that he wanted me to be a lawyer. Anyhow, um, come, uh, and I'm one of those people <laughs> who cannot stand blood. Right, I just can't. So, so probably uh, doctor is not the no, best option. Not really. But keep it, so, I have to say, I was grateful to my 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 teacher, my my master. I'm I'm very good at maths, and my my math teacher. It's the one who actually questioned me because you know why why do you want to go to medicine? And I said because I want to be a doctor and da, 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 you know the normal you turn off all these reasons. And he goes no no no. Have you been in you know in hospital? I'm like yeah. I've been to, he goes no. Have you actually worked in one? And so on his suggestion, and he was very, I mean, he was very good. Uh, so I was, I was his favorite student. So, you know, you, you rely on teacher's opinion. He got me to take a six week, um, you know, work, work experience in my local hospital. And I ended literally, and the, the hospital's very good, actually. At the age of six, I think 16, 17, I ended, I had a week in each department from radiology to, you know, I think uh, pediatrics to, you name it, I, I, I was in a week in every department. I'm telling you, Bevan, I hated every single. I was going to say, did you even make it the full six weeks? I did. I did. I did. I didn't make the six weeks because when I make a commitment, I I stick to it. But I hated it. I hated going to it. I hated the work. I I mean, the doctors were okay, and they were all laughing and joking and whatever else. But honestly, I was thinking, my God, I do not want to be doing this. And I, I, I yeah. hate the smells. I hate everything about hospital. And I'm thinking, what the flip? Why do I want to be a doctor? Right. So when I went back. And he said, okay, now what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, not do- not medicine. Not doctor. Yes. <laughs> What's my next option? I'll be a lawyer. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. Workshop. Yeah, but I mean, thank goodness you a had that experience and b were willing to really assess whether you wanted to continue yeah. because so often we will continue on something purely out of inertia mm. because an object at rest tends to stay at rest and an object in motion tends they to stay, stay in, in motion. motion. Yeah, and so until some kind of outside force ourselves or something else. When I got laid off, that was the outside force yeah. I needed to get off of this C-suite, C-suite track mm. and become an entrepreneur. Yeah. 
And at that point, you know, I, I went about it in a way of said, I've got, I created my own damn manifesto. Actually, I didn't at that point, I didn't know what it was, but I knew after looking back, what had I done differently? So now as I created the take the damn chance movement, I created my damn manifesto, just like we're talking about. Mm. So I've asked myself, is this my top priority? Am I willing to resource it? Is it inspiring? Is it personal? So my yes, which answers all of those questions is I want to share the take the damn chance movement with as many people as possible in as many ways as possible. Mm. And so when I am offered a project or an event, I kind of hold that up to my yes. And I say, does this move that forward? Does this allow me to share this message or not? Because I get offered things all the time that are lucrative. It can make me a lot of money, but they don't move it forward. And so I say, no. So that's the yes. So that's the yes. Okay. That's that's wonderful. So, okay. We, we got from a bit of tangents. I'm a bit lost now. So the step number one is work out the trip, which is answer those four questions. What's step yes. number two then? So step number two is what I call your six dimensional why. Okay. Because we hear it all the time. We say, you know, here, start with why your why is so important. Mm. Like what's your why? And that they're right, but they're not going deep enough mm. because if you just have one why, it's not strong enough. I always say you can't hold, you can't hang your big, bold dreams on one flimsy little why. It's just not enough because when it gets hard and it's always going to get hard at some point, mm-hmm. that one why can't stand up. So even if you say, I want to start a business to make money, to make a lot of money, if you have time where you're not making that money, you're like, this is too hard. I'm just going to go do something else. I'm going to go get a job. Mm. or we'll hear this all the time. Do it for your kids. Your kids are your why do this for your why do this for your kids. And I said, yeah, but when my kids are the ones keeping me awake at night and driving me bonkers, (laughs) they're not enough of a why Mm. I need to have a, a more fully fleshed out why. So we look at these six areas of our life that are going to be impacted, whether we want to admit it or not. And those are financial, emotional, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. And I know that's, I don't have an acronym for that one. (laughs) I'm so good at acronyms. Can't do that one. So you can get those questions at Mm sixdimensionalwhy.com. But we have to look at if we bring our dream to life, how are we going to be impacted financially? And how do we want to be impacted financially? So for me, as I look at the take the damn chance movement, I want to create a business strong enough that I can support my family which means I pay our mortgage, I pay our bills, they can do their lessons, I can keep our nanny on, we can go out, but I want to create this thriving business. I can go out to dinner and have an appetizer and dessert and not feel stressed about it. And then we say, how does it impact us emotionally? Well, my business makes me very proud and very happy. And so emotionally, it fulfills these Mm. really strong needs of mine to, to have this joy mentally, it's, I love a good challenge goal. And so it really brings me that opportunity to figure things out, to be challenged. Mm -hmm. Physically, I get to work from wherever I want. I get to take trips and work with incredible people. I get to meet people face to face, but I also have the space to work by myself. I get to take my kids. um, I get to have breakfast with them in the morning and give them kissing hands before they leave for school. I get to meet my daughter at the bus every day at 416 when she comes running off the bus Socially, I get to work with really amazing people. I get to help people bring their big dreams to life. That's amazing to me. And then spiritually, it does not matter what your religious beliefs are. But for me, 
this is my soul's calling. This is my soul's purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Mm. So we look at those six areas and that becomes our fully fleshed out six dimensional why, which is the second half. And that's extremely powerful because if you think about, if you have a why from those six angles, it's going to be a very solid why and you won't be derailed at every, um, you know, a curveball that's thrown at you Bump. and you will yeah. you will have loads of bumps on the way I mean, let's just be very very yeah. clear about it the universe has a has an interesting sense of humor it does like to throw you <laughs> quite a few curveballs hilarious and, <laughs> yes. and you're like seriously honestly again <laughs> seriously <laughs> i thought we just dealt with this but okay fair enough <laughs> but yeah it's it's right. you have to remain committed and i suppose i suppose that's part of the challenge you have to be remain committed to your vision throughout these so-called challenges or obstacles yeah. in order for you to get to the you know the other side of the rainbow um and if you are going to be derailed and yeah. and stop halfway then you don't deserve to get what you want to you know whatever you're manifesting so it it really does make sense right okay that's step but number this- two okay go on these six areas, like, like I said, they're going to be impacted. And so you need to see if they're impacted the way you want them to Mm. be. Like sometimes we're going to flesh it out and say, moving across country is actually going to completely upend my financial life. And I don't know if that's strong enough, but for me, having this fully fleshed out on the days or weeks where I feel like my financials of my business have slipped, is this really worth it? Then I think about how much I love the mental challenge and how this business does it like does fulfill that mental why for me. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm at a place where I'm like, you know, I just don't really want to have to find the clients and, and search for them. But then I think about emotionally how proud I am to run this business or how spiritually this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to do. And so it carries me through when it gets hard. And so then we take that, we craft that into a simple to say an easy to remember sentence, because we're not going to say, I want to do this in order to do this financially and this emotionally, because that's too long. Instead, we come up with something that helps us trigger those things. So for me, my six dimensional why is to create a sustainable, thriving business that both supports and inspires my family and the world. And that when I say that, it encompasses being able to financially support my kids and let them have the lessons that they want. It, it encompasses how proud I feel and the, my soul's calling. So whenever I'm feeling a little uncertain, I will write down my six dimensional. Why I want to share the damn framework with as many people as possible in as many ways as possible in order to create a sustainable, thriving business that both supports and inspires my family and the world. And again, that becomes the touchstone Mm. for when things get hard. We go back to that. When we're not sure what decision to make, you go back to that. And I think that's really, really powerful. That's what keeps you grounded and and solid in, in times of turmoil. And you're going to face that. Okay, so that's step number two. What's step number three then? Well, the step number three is going, is crafting that damn manifesto into that sentence. And again, you can do that for anything. You can do it for expanding your family, your health and fitness, making a big move. You can go through that process. And then we do what I call layered declarations. And we talked a little bit about this on Friday, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times we will ask people for permission instead of support. 
And so sometimes we're bringing the wrong people in too soon. So the layered declarations are that we start by just declaring it to ourselves. We've gotten really clear on our yes and our why. We know that the how and the when might be a little bit more flexible, but we've declared it to ourselves. So like I said, we say it, we we think it, speak it, say it, write it down. That's to ourselves. Then we expand that out to just two or three people who are our cheerleaders. They are, their whole goal at the beginning stage of this is just to cheer us on. You know, they're not asking questions. They're not poking holes. When I decided to get pregnant with Miristella, I had two to three cheerleaders. They were from my, from my book club, some of my very best friends. And their whole goal was to just say, yay, blood tests, yay, ultrasounds, seven pregnancy tests. Let's do it. Like that was their whole goal. I wasn't going to bring the wrong people in too soon because they were going to start eating away at my dream. And it wasn't strong enough to withstand that yet. Mm. Then as I built some momentum, as I started to see it take shape with my business or any of these things, I bring in a few more people as my support system. Then after that, a few more people, you know, as my like close knit group. And then we keep going because too often people will shout it from the social media rooftops as a way to prove their bravery, but then they don't allow themselves any room for vulnerability if things start to get bumpy. Yeah. And, you know, you talked about it last week about, you know, you've had siblings come to you and ask for your support, your permission, basically. Mm -hmm. And so we want to look at, are we asking for permission? Are we asking for support? Mm -hmm. Or are we asking for counsel? Okay. And there's three very different, of course, yeah. So different. Mm -hmm. Counsel is asking somebody who has been there before to give you some guidance, but not permission. You know, they're not, you're not saying, they're not saying, yes, you can do this. They're saying, here's how I did it. Let me give you some counsel. And so in doing that, we bring the right people in at the right time for the right support. Yeah. Because there's going to be some people that you want specific support from. Like there's a specific person that I want support from. Mm. I want support from my family, but it might not look exactly the way I want it to. I want their support, but it's got to be the way they're comfortable in giving it. And then there's sometimes you want specific support and it might not come from the person that you think it will, but you know, you need, you know, support in understanding the finances of a new business. It might not come from your brother or your dad or your sister or your best friend. It might come from somebody totally different, Mm -hmm. but we're bringing the right people in at the right time for the right support. And when you pair that, your damn manifesto with layered declarations where you're just adding them on it bit by bit by bit, you are creating a strong foundation that can truly take you so far, so much faster than you think, so much further to creating your big, bold dreams. Mm, That's so, so, so powerful. Okay, so so there's three steps in crafting your damn manifesto. Is that correct? Okay, can you do mm-hmm. a quick and just to wrap this the episode up? Can you give us a quick summary of three, please? Sure. So you start with creating your yes. That is the thing you want more than anything else right now, and you ask yourself those four trip questions. Mm-hmm. Then you craft your six dimensional why. How are the different areas of your life going to be impacted when you bring this to life? Mm-hmm. Then you write it into a very simple to say, easy to remember sentence that you can 
right in the morning, if you do affirmations, you can say to yourself, anytime you are starting to feel a little uncertain or unsure, you can hold the questions up to that. And then from that, the little bonus step is to start the layered declarations. Start by declaring it to yourself, then start to inch it out to different groups and bringing the right people in at the right time for the right support. Absolutely fantastic. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant way to move ahead. And that's how you'll move past procrastination also. Because a lot of times Mm -hmm. we, you know, we get frozen, we freeze in procrastination. We're actually procrastination is um i don't think there is such a thing as procrastination i think your your subconscious mind freezes up because it's afraid of taking the next step and therefore you see it's, it manifests as procrastination but that's another conversation for another time but yeah. I, th- I think this is well and brilliant. it also yeah it is a whole other conversation but it's also a lot of times because we're thinking too big yeah. so we break it down into micro actions and we focus on movement not mindset and that then starts to build that momentum Absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. So Bevan, tell everybody, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet? So if you want to do a little bit more work around this damn manifesto, I have a free training at do the damn Or if you're specifically saying, I don't know how to do these six dimensional, why you can get um, these 10 questions that you ask yourself at six dimensional, So either of those are great places to start to build a little bit more momentum towards this. And then I am everywhere at Bevan Ferrand. So Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the places, Bevan Ferrand. Wonderful. If you're listening to us on the podcast, then all the links that Bevan has just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, once again, you'll have the links to Bevan. Do check her out. She is one kick-ass lady. And if you haven't yet listened to the Friday feature, I highly, highly recommend go and listen to it. You'll realize how inspirational she is as well. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Bevan, for being such an amazing guest. And I absolutely loved your um, your damn manifesto. <laughs> so um, hopefully I can create one of mine for one of my other uh, the projects. But thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure and I love what you're doing for your audience. So I'm so thrilled to be a part of it. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and Bevan today. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.